0: Here's Brandon. Welcome back to the Old Space Show. I am Brandon Peters of the Brandon Peters Show. And with me is my co-captain, Jim Dietz of the Brandon Peters Show and Nothing's On and HHWLG and the Walking Dead TV podcast. Jeez Hi,
1: How do I do so many things, Brandon? I have no idea. Is it because mm-hmm. I'm old and spacious? I don't know.
0: Old, spacious... I'm, I'm old, prayed, and I take up a lot of space, so there you go. There you it's go. Uh, uh, this installment of Old Space Show continues our episode-by-episode episode travelogue. That means we go one-by-one-by-one by one by one through an episode of a show, through a second season of Space 1999, which means not the first, but the second season of the show, Space 1999, where the moon is locked out of orbit, wandering through the outer space, the population of its human-built colony, hoping to stumble upon a new home. That's the overall synopsis of the show. Today, we're talking about the seventh episode the rules of Luton.
1: <laughs> a grim fight for survival takes place between Koenig and Maya and three weird aliens on a planet of living plants.
0: All right, the director of this one is the Val Guest, and it's written by Fred Freiberger under a pseudonym. Uh, there's a lot of showrunner can't write type. This happened a lot of day. They, they they got away with stuff. Um, Val Guest, he would. Direct two more episodes of Space Nineteen Ninety Nine, a ton of movies in the forties and fifties, including like Casino Royale. He did Hammer movies like The Crater Mass Experiment and its sequel, uh, The Abominable Snowman. Uh, he did the movie the, and the Band paid On, Sherlock Holmes and Doctor Watson. He did that show for nine episodes. He his one of his most famous is a non credit as he turned down uh, the offer to direct. Dr. Doe, the original James Bond film. Jim, you got more uh, on Val Guest? He also
1: wrote uh, something uh, 79 different writing credits. Almost a lot of the movies you mentioned, he also wrote the screenplays for. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, I just wanted to mention that.
0: Good old Val Guest is our guest director. (laughs) Uh, Well, this one, uh, we come back with the... uh, Uh, the inconsistent Helena Russell captain's log Right. sometimes starts episodes. (laughs) Sometimes it doesn't this one. It does. So, uh, we open on a planet, uh, that it's a lush planet to see, uh, it might be a new sustainable home for the alphans. One of those places. And, uh, as they approach, an alarm goes warning them of an oxygen, an oxygen leak and Koenig says, Tony, you go back to Alpha with the Eagle and uh, Maya and I'll stay and check out the planet. So leave
1: be here alone with the beautiful shapeshifter on the tropical paradise. Well, you go back to the Eagle and fix the stuff.
0: Tell Helena I'll be okay.
1: Yeah, I'll be fine, Helena, no problem. Yeah. Oh, uh- I'm sorry my communicator seems not to be working.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh as Tony takes off, uh, Maya's like, all right, she scans the vegetation and she's like, "The berries here are edible." So Kona picks up, picks up one and eats it. And at the same time, Maya picks up a flower to just kind of <laughs> look at it. And then, once again, Sorry. we get some screams. This is like the the forest <laughs> scene in uh, Wizard of Oz, like yeah, yeah, picking apples off the trees, huh? I almost, then, I
1: almost think it's almost it's like what Shyamalan wanted to do in The Happening. Right. Like this whole this whole episode made me think of that movie. That's funny. Solar like plants and stuff.
0: The wind, uh, <laughs> but so it wouldn't be space ninety nine if a random booming voice from out of nowhere would come and speak to them, and it does, calling them cannibals and murderers, and uh, they're going to be punished, uh, as cannibals and murderers deserve to be punished. I got Koenig's not a plant. He didn't eat a plant. He'd be a carnivore and a murderer, wouldn't he? Like,
1: Uh, are you going to mince words with a talking tree? All powerful, cosmic talking tree? That's
0: that's true. That's true. I'm not.
1: (laughs) So, yeah. Excuse me, sir. Allow me to correct your vocabulary, all powerful one.
0: So, they've they've been on this play a couple seconds, and uh, Maya and Koenig are killing the locals, apparently. That's uh, what they're doing. So, this one uh, location shoot. Yeah. We are outside. no studio yeah. and it's one of those um koenig like sidebar the... episodes
1: i was gonna say it looked like one of the the same place where they shot the episode where they're in ancient scotland
0: oh yeah 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 probably it's probably outside the studio down the street it's the yeah. fox forest of uh yeah. of space 1999 but of itv so um This is one of those Koenig, uh, you know, how I mentioned the production was set to have a load of episodes that would just they could film them with uh, Martin Landau at the same time they were filming ones with Barbara Bain. So, you know, this is him and Catherine Schell, which, you know, you get two of the three top billed leads uh, carrying the entire episode. And I'd
1: like to say at least 25 to 30% of this episode is either attempted banter between Maya and Koenig mm-hmm. or weirdly wistful backstory that has nothing to do with anything at all. Yeah. Like, it was just weird. It's like, oh, oh just, it's only a flesh wound. I'll be okay. Just <laughs> mm-hmm. like, none of the, I, I don't, the show is full of attempted banter that just does not happen. So. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, And you got like three all-powerful cosmic energy trees like yelling at them, kill or die.
0: Yes, kill or die.
1: (laughs) Uh, Kill or die. And Katie keeps trying to talk.
0: Kill or die. Right. So uh, Koenig's like trying to contact Alpha, but you know what? They're blocked because they've killed members of the Society of Luton. And Koenig's like, hey, man, anything we did was out of ignorance. So, uh, apparently murder, if you go somewhere and you don't know that murder is illegal, but you did it, you're like, well, I didn't know.
1: Uh,
0: I didn't know. Besides, uh, you
1: should get a berry off of a plant without killing the plant.
0: Yeah. Well, and, yeah. And the, and the trees are like, well, we heard that one before. And, <laughs> and, uh, they, so they bring these three other aliens who have claimed the same <laughs> thing. And these they're aliens. like, all right, everybody fight to the death. Whoever <laughs> right. wins can go home. May, may
1: I write man and recite how I uh, have the descriptions of them in my notes
0: Oh go for it I'll there's, tell you the official the, the official character names after you do that okay
1: there's one that looks like a bug-eyed wookie right like a bug-eyed thrift store Wookiee is what I wrote yes one of them looks like a drummer from a Danish death metal band with <laughs> on his face and it the does. other one looks like a guy made entirely out of shredded burlap
0: yep there you go that's your guys now,
1: those are your guys.
0: So uh, these criminals from space, kind of, in some way, kind of cheaply groovy. But, and I had that they look like bounty hunter reject designs from the Empire Strikes Back. Yes. Uh, so cool. Their official names, Jim, Alien Strong, mm-hmm. Alien Transporter, and Alien mm-hmm. Invisible, as credited. So here, take that.
1: Great. Yeah, I know. A- Alien Strong had a penchant for finding. There's more shiny uh, styrofoam rock on this planet than I've seen since the Land of the Lost. Like, and they keep breaking off pieces of rock everywhere they go.
0: Right. Like yeah. it's
1: made out of, you know, like candy or styrofoam or something. This whole planet I mean, is like falling it, apart.
0: It's interesting. I mean, they picked uh, a nice, you know, vegetative area and stuff like. Normally British science fiction, when they, you know, maybe it's just my Doctor Who stuff, but they usually go to a rock quarry and they're like, "It's another planet." Here you go, it's a rock yep. quarry. <laughs> That's what they do a lot. Um, this one also had a, you know, in addition to having a bigger scale, it felt like it had a bigger score attached to it. it kind of felt like off from other episodes. I'm like, oh, they're they got they brought in the orchestra for this one.
1: There's a lot more uh, bongos too in this one. Yeah, like yeah. Tension is like. Brrr. Yeah. A little bongo fury going on.
0: Yeah, so Kona, uh, they learn quickly their stun guns don't work on these guys. Uh, and they try to, like, run and put some distance. Uh, Maya's like, why don't we just talk to them? Kona's like, what? No! Uh, okay, and
1: he keeps trying to yell at them, like, when they yeah. find the river, you know, like, hey, why are we fighting? We should be friends!
0: Right. Um. Yeah, they're, like, they're like ripping rocks apart and stuff. He's like, yo, hey! Um And, yeah, but he only talks to them from, like, a place of, like, massive distance. Mm -hmm. Um, And the strong airman's like, ah, throw a rock at you. And uh, (laughs) they're like, all right, screw this. And then on Alpha, they're like, we can't contact them. We just have to be a cutaway. Oh, my God. We just have to be a cutaway for this episode right now. That's all we're doing.
1: But they keep cutting away to Tony, who's out in an eagle, where the planet should have been. Like, the planet has totally disappeared. Yeah, they don't even see it on their screens and their monitors and nothing, right? So yep. Tony takes an eagle and goes out to where the planet should be. Don't worry, we get updates around.
0: from Yasko. Is that her name? I can't remember. Yes,
1: yes. Yeah, but we, well, we, we keep. Yes, this happened. they cut back to him like two or three times. They're like, Tony, you have to come back. You're running out of fuel. Somebody send somebody to refuel. Oh, I'm not leaving. You know. Yeah. It's totally what Alan would have done in season it's one. It's to
0: make this feel like a more full cast than the episode actually right. is or needs. Um, uh, would
1: have, that would have totally been Alan's role if it had been season one. I, oh, I'm yeah. Thinking, you know, I'm responsible for this.
0: That's true. But Tony is getting the big bucks. So they got to put him. Um, so they swim across this river and the aliens apparently they can't swim. So he tries to talk to him again, but it doesn't work. And the, the aliens like Oh, they they go to like figure out how to do it, and uh, Koenig and Maya they find like an animal skeleton that was killed by like the vegetation.
1: Yeah, about that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, evidently, they discover, as the story, you know, spoiler for twenty minutes into this thing, but this is where it starts, that the plants and the animals had a war on this planet, and the plants won. Yeah. And, like, all the animals are dead, skeletons destroyed by plants. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, how did, did the trees jump out at them? Did the bushes crawl on top of them? They just did, And then later we find out, actually, what happened and with Maya. But go ahead. I'm right. sorry.
0: So just,
1: I'm just like, I still can't get my head around that one. You
0: know, Right. And Conan's like, you know, we haven't seen any animals on this planet. And uh, so... After failing to reach alpha again um the the Luton trees are like yo we uh we gave some advantages to your aliens to uh because because Maya can she can shapeshift so they get powers too well not realizing Koenig doesn't have it any- uh, so after failing to reach alpha again um the the Luton trees are like yo we uh we gave some advantages to your aliens to uh because because Maya can she can shapeshift, so they get powers, too. Well, not realizing Koenig doesn't have any powers. Um, so he's like, all right, you go search from the air as a bird. And then one of the aliens is like, I can now teleport across the river. And uh, so Maya comes back. She turns into a lion to fend off the alien. And then he like goes, ah! And he falls into a river and drowns.
1: Yeah. Uh, okay. And could I,
0: I like start to talk to him too? Oh, he's
1: proud. Several, several things here. Yep. First of all, dude can teleport, right? Mm-hmm. I think they even mentioned something with like this. Like, you know, why didn't he just teleport out of the water? And they're like, I don't know. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Script didn't want him to.
1: And all, all they did was like knock him on his back into the water. Like he wasn't even right. like injured or bleeding or you know anything. They just, they just knocked him into the water.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, yeah. and he's instantly dead.
0: Right. So Boy, that's
1: some fearsome alien foes they're fighting there. Yeah, and I think we should stuff. also mention that this like whole this whole, whole like plot is taken str- strictly from like well, I mean, you mentioned it was in Lost in Space, but I know it from right. Star Trek yeah. the episode with the Gorn. You know, Kirk versus the Gorn, where you have the all-powerful, oh, we must see how you fight to to determine, you know, which race not to destroy or whatever, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, Uh, And and I think
1: that was under Freiburger's watch as as well, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Or he just, you know, he was up to speed and he's like, well, that worked, because that's a classic episode with the Gorn. That's that's one of the most referenced, yeah.
1: Keep writing it until he gets it right, I guess.
0: Yeah. So, uh, after, you know, trying to talk to the guy drowning... Um. Uh, uh, so, Koenig's been injured, and she tries to clean the wound. And now, uh, they know two of uh, uh, two of the powers that the aliens have: um, strength, and one can transport. So the the two aliens like they make a they make a boat log thing to cross the river, um, and. Tony, Tony's like I'm, I'm where Luton is before it disappeared, and uh, so Koenig they continue to keep ahead of the aliens, tracking them and find uh they find the former location of the final battle of plants versus animals. Oh my
1: God, how is this as dumb as it sounds to me? <laughs> I'm sorry. There's some what silliness in just... it. I'm. I mean, are the Triffids? What's going on? Is there a swamp thing? What's going on here? What, what? What did they fight them with? You know? Yeah. You to know, throw rutabagas at them. I don't get it. Like plants <laughs> versus zombies, I'm so confused, <laughs> Brandon. Help me.
0: It's uh, I mean, it's a, it's a. It's a vines. They can strangle people or stuff and things. Uh. I yeah. It's a. It's something that sounded uh, interesting in concept, maybe more so than what ended up. But, um, yeah, I
1: suppose so. And then next we find that these are the clumsiest aliens in the world as well.
0: Yeah. The director, you know, gets the script. He's like, you realize we have to visualize and and, and share this, right? Filmmaking <laughs> so is at
1: first a visual medium. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, uh, Koenig's like making a bola to use as a weapon. Yeah, again,
1: of all the stuff you could do, of all the weapons you could make, I'm going to trip them. A bolo. A bolo. Uh, so, sure, Koenig. Okay.
0: Yeah, you mentioned this. You, you know, I, think they, I, I liked where Koenig and Maya talked about their past sharing stuff, giving something deeper to these characters that haven't really had much.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't like—I don't know. It didn't really offer any insight to either character, you know. All it I, did I, was I like, a like Maya talked
0: Earth, about where Earth well, yeah,
1: and like talked about um, you know, mentors that we met in the first episode of the season hmm. and stuff. Kind of filled in his backstory, and then Koenig has this whole thing about his wife who had died. Who I, I—is he ever ever mentioned that? The no, show
0: before? but but you know who she reminds him of?
1: Elena. Uh, this is back in 1987 when she died.
0: Right, but there's there's this whole story about this like big war on Earth that he was apparently there for. So Earth,
1: yeah, World like, War Three. Yeah,
0: the the Earth we're involved in like is freshly off of war and trying to like redo cool. itself. Yeah, like it's and she's like, why do people hate each other for their differences? So I think it's trying to be like, well, Maya came from this awful place and it's like well maybe it wasn't as awful as places could be I don't know I just enjoyed they they gave a little more than they typically ever do with these characters so I was kind of appreciating it that's where that's where I was with that that moment um but uh after after that whole exchange the tender exchange uh (laughs) so they don't they um hear a sound nearby but they don't see anything uh, but they do see one of the stone weapons on the hillside and the like I think I figured it out and uh, they move back so he could finish this his is
1: after, he figures it out after first of all they show him turning invisible over and over and over on the hillside right. they show the exact same process shot over and over and over and over of the guy standing there and turning <laughs> invisible and they show you know him walking and they, they show a bush partying. And right. then so standing there again, he turns invisible again. And then I'm like, where is he now? He was where he was before. And now he's, I don't, it was, it was just funny.
0: It's yeah, it's like, it well, like an I, Ed Wood
1: movie. How many time they, times they use the same, same shot over and over.
0: And he's like, I, I don't know what to do with this invisible thing, but we can try. Uh, so yeah. And the way he
1: dies is so lame. It's hilarious. Oh yeah. Like Maya's a mastiff or something barking at him. And right. he drops a rock on himself and falls off the mountain.
0: And not, they didn't say they were the smartest guy, criminals. They just said they were criminals. Um, yeah, he thumbles, he falls to his death, and Kodak, he becomes delirious, and Maya flies off in search of water to clean his wound, but the strong guy who has, like, a cage thing around himself, uh, yeah, pulls like it off. Chicken
1: wire yeah, a wire corset. It was weird. Yeah.
0: yeah, and he catches her in that. Um, apparently she can't transform when she's in a cage and just bust it, um,
1: also, she—I—I I didn't know this until this episode. She can only stay in a form for one hour.
0: One hour, yeah.
1: She, have they mentioned that before? And I missed No, no. no. Okay, okay. I thought it was new.
0: It was introduced in uh, but season But for some two.
1: reason, this this guy who fronts the Danish heavy metal band already has like a corset made of chicken wire around his right.
0: chest. Yeah. So like,
1: all he does is take it off, and he's got a ready-made cage. Hmm. So you know. I guess, func- function over fashion. <laughs> True. Good, thing, good thing his people wear chicken wire all the time.
0: Right. <laughs> so Koenig hears the bird cry. And he's like, oh, no. And he mentions the one hour thing to the guy. Um, and the, the alien, like. Turns like, out nope, he knew English the
1: whole time.
0: New English the whole time. And he Koenig's like, I'm going to go rescue her. Um, before she re- reverts and he stumbles, the alien's like, ha 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 ha. Yeah.
1: Now, wait a minute. He also was carrying that big styrofoam rock with him the whole time. Right. Like, for half the episode, he's got this cut in his shoulder. He's feverish. He's on the, you know, desk door or whatever, but he's carrying around this three-foot-tall rock. You know what I mean? It looks uh, that was the sh- of the shiny styrofoam from Land of the Lost. And right. it, when he comes at this guy, Who's this big, bulking, super strong guy? He throws the rock at him. Right. And the guy's just like, whatever. Um, and then he throws the bolo at him. Right. The guy immediately trips and hits his head on a
0: rock. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, Jim, you know what? Um, you know what also happened this time? Hmm. T- Tony was searching for the planet.
1: Oh, I know. He's doing this whole time, Still he sure. wasn't stopped. So Koenig definitely rolled a natural twenty on that attack. Yeah,
0: yeah, Helena was like, "Hey, you're you're coming close to it, where it was." So, yep, exciting stuff there from the the B team of this episode. Yeah. But yeah, so he, he um, falls, hits his head, and like Koenig can like finish the dude off, and he's like, "No," and he's like, "There, uh, you know." They are all the criminals. They are the criminals for not stopping them before they ate the berries and picked the flowers. So it's like, yeah, you're you're the criminal for not stopping me before I killed that woman. Right. Exactly. That's yeah. That's it's your it. fault. You didn't stop me before I robbed the place. That's on you. That's on you. <laughs> you should stop me first.
1: The yeah. part I love though with Koenig is like he won't kill. Like all the plants are getting mad. Uh-huh. At the trees, like it was like that rush song with the rebellion with the plants and trees <laughs> and stuff, yeah <laughs> and all the tree all the plants are like they show all these like grasses and and like flowers kind of shaking a little bit mm-hmm. and chirping like this weird chirping special effect, it right. was so bizarre it's like, okay, are the plants yelling at them? What's going on?
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know uh yeah. So, um, uh, so oh, I'm sorry, no, 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 you're fine. Um,
1: it really but there's like a rebellion of the planets, like, yeah, uh, they're
0: like, nope, oh, they agree. They're like, that guy's right, <laughs> or something, and uh, they're like, you know what, yep, you can go. And uh, the planet comes back, and Tony's like, whoa, I'm, I'm almost there, I'm on it, and uh, he's like, I found it, and uh, he's like, all right, Yasko's like, Give us the position, and Tony lands, gets them, and they come back to Alpha. And Koenig uh, sees a potted plant at Maya's workstation, and she's like, "Where'd that come from?" She's like, uh, "Tony thought it might cheer her up after an ordeal." And Helena's like, "says that they uh, they're lovely." And Maya offers her one. Koenig says, ne- "He'll never pick a flower while he's never pick a flower while he's around." Uh, Tony, he has Tony return them to hydroponics.
1: You've been hit by, you've been struck by some attempted banter.
0: <laughs> boom, boom.
1: <laughs> Once again, you try to ho oh, 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 attempted banter about, oh, that's a little too close for comfort, my friend. <laughs> right. Those, those plants, after all we've been through. <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah. Really. So, M. Shaman, M. Night Shyamalan's happening was stolen from this episode, obviously. It was, obviously. First of all.
0: For sure. That's one of the guiding influences of the episode. Um, there's a... Yeah, I I think I like this one more than you did. Um, I, I, I don't just know.
1: thought it was hilarious.
0: It's, Sorry. Yeah, it's goofy. Oh, no, the, the criminal guys are hilarious. I, I like the chase aspect. I think I liked in concept this episode, maybe a little more than the execution. It was a nice just like a, a chase episode. It had two characters to focus on, Tried to give us something more with the dialogue. And I'm, I, I really, this episode, I realized like, I'm really uh like, I'm liking Catherine shells, Maya um more. And I, I admire like, I, she's an, she's an actor, but she, I, I think I believe she came from being a model. And, you know, the fact that she will come is game to come week to week, get made up like this, do crazy stuff. It's kind of, kind of cool um in my book uh during a time where like i I don't know many that would have the vanity of of the industry and people that someone would have like decided to to take on something like this so i don't know she became more interesting to me with this episode
1: Hmm. yeah i mean i like to i like her character and i like her uh her portrayal or whatever i'm just um this episode the whole thing about the uh the killer plants kind of threw me off a little bit, I guess. Yeah. Especially the scene where like Maya as a bird is staying there on the ground and like, they show the stop motion vines
0: mm-hmm. like
1: slowly coming up toward her to try to grab her.
0: Right, 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 right,
1: uh, right. It was just a little ludicrous for me. So it was fun though. It was fun, goofy and fine.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It, was a, it was a decent, decent little show. When uh, it comes
1: to, when it comes to sentient space plants, it was better than the giant space asparagus episode of Lost in Space. So,
0: Right, right, true. All right. Well, um, that will uh, do it for another Moonbuggy Adventure. In the meantime, Jim, what's going on over there? With
1: you? Oh, well, you can join me every week on Nothing's On, on the podcast where we cover the week's worth of entertainment news in our humorous and knuckleheaded way with Donny Sullivan and Daryl Taylor. That's at the com or anywhere fine podcasts are pervade. You can even say, hey, Alexa, play Nothing's On podcast. And guess what? She'll do it. Oh. Uh, also, I know, right? HHWLOD.com is where you can find the Walking Dead TV podcast for covering Fear of the Walking Dead, which has surprisingly enough become a very good show, and we've been happily following along with that. And uh, the Walking Dead World Beyond as we count down toward the grand finale of the parent show there in about what, three or four months. So you can check that out at uh, check that out at HHWLOD.com.
0: All right. Hashtag Squid Game 1999. (laughs) And I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brandon4KHD. Written work at YSoBlue.com. There is more from the Brandon Peters Show this week. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. But until then.
1: Alpha out.